Hey, football fans, Big D with a little Jacksonville Jaguars Thanksgiving preview on the uh, Big D podcast. Before I bring in my friend from Duval County, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. You can see all my episodes that I upload, streams. Got some more videos on the way. Also, check out the Big D podcast on Spotify and Apple. So join us to talk about my favorite NFL team, that being the Jags. Uh, it's Mr. Brad Hoff and uh, Brad. Uh, it felt unusual watching football, knowing that my team was off yesterday, right? Yeah, I, I hear you, Dylan. Uh, I, uh, first off, I, I definitely appreciate you um, having me back. I love talking about the Jaguars. And uh, yeah, to answer your question, it, it was weird uh, here in Jacksonville. We were stuck with that Jets and Patriots game, which was uh got awful um <laughs> until the end and then um uh l- luckily they kind of bounced around some games but uh yeah no it was it, it was weird but i, I guess it, i mean not only do the players need a break i think the fans needed a break after that uh after those first 10 games because it's certainly been a little bit of a roller coaster and uh and a big series of what ifs so uh yeah i mean uh just getting uh geared up for these uh last seven games here in duval yeah over the first 10 games, you know, the Jags are three and seven. But uh, despite the record, I think there are all some promising things for the Jags. I mean, obviously, when you think of Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is the first name who comes to mind. So uh, have you seen improvements with Trevor in year two under uh, Doug Peterson? Yeah, I mean, I, I I feel like I definitely have. Uh, there was definitely a uh, a lull there uh, during their six game losing streak. Uh, streak. He was getting blamed for a lot of it. Uh, you know, definitely some poor decisions in in London uh, against the Broncos at the goal line a couple times and um, and some other games. But it seems like they've kind of kind of shortened the game a little bit uh, for him as far as. Uh, he hasn't really been taking too many downfield shots uh, as much. I, I'd like to see that open up a, a little bit, but I'm not sure if they have the receivers, which uh, I imagine we'll talk about a little bit later. But uh, it, but I think they're allowing him to use his athleticism a little bit, and he's uh, able to run a little bit more, which is uh, always uh, certainly good to see uh, from, from a young quarterback from a fantasy standpoint as well, uh, fantasy football standpoint. But I mean, I think that kind of, you know, helps him, you know, get into the groove a little bit. Uh, the, the maturity process is there. Uh, he's definitely taken, I wouldn't say a leap, but it's definitely a step forward uh, compared to last last season. And uh, I think really just, uh, you know, kind of get through these seven games, kind of see uh, what, you know, what shakes out as far as the receivers go, make sure that he continues to progress, and then uh, really look forward to uh, next year when they uh, have uh, Calvin Ridley. I think I think Trevor's shown a lot of problems. I mean, he's been a little inconsistent, but that comes with young quarterbacks. I mean, we've seen him even with Josh Allen. But, sure, sure. But uh, uh, Trevor's played well, particularly against the Colts, the Chargers. I like. I um, despite losing Arrowhead, I think Trevor played really well. He did a yeah. lot of passes. I mean, the uh, once the uh, I, th- I don't know. I think it was the second touchdown. The, Christian Cook was a beautiful pass. Yeah, game. absolutely. And sometimes, sometimes you're going to lose because Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid are better than Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence right now. But 
Treffa played really well in that game. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he handled that well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a few bad moments. I mean, Denver game was bad. Philadelphia wasn't bad to a game-ending pick yeah. against Washington. But right. there's a lot that I like about Trevor. Now, what's going to happen the next seven weeks coming off the bye? Because I want to see Trevor continue to get better, take an next sure. step. And I think the Jacks have got it. I think he's got a chance to win some games. I mean, yeah, there'll be some hard games, Baltimore this weekend, Tennessee, but Trevor and the Jags got a chance to win a couple of these games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a nice uh, little uh, seven-game run. They they do play Tennessee twice. Uh, They haven't played them yet. I I would love to see uh, see them uh, trip Tennessee up at least once. I mean, that's uh, always uh, wishful thinking around here. Um, Yeah, when Derrick Henry runs for 420 yards. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Pushes, pushes around like ragdolls. But, uh, I mean, I, I think Trevor is definitely – I think he's a quiet leader. Uh, I don't, he's definitely not a rah-rah guy. He's not going to get in your face like a uh, Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning. But I think he uh, he likes to lead by example. He did that at Clemson. And uh, hopefully he can uh, continue to uh, mature and do that here in Jacksonville. But uh, since we uh, – last time we talked, uh, there's been uh, some trade. Uh, there was a trade for – my boy, uh, James Robinson, a few years ago, I wrote an article for uh, Full Press Coverage kind of highlighting him as a uh, undrafted uh, free agent. So uh, it, for, for him to come in and he took over for, uh, you know, Lenny Fournette, I, I, I mean, I just I had a special place in my heart for James Robinson. I was, I was actually kind of surprised to see him go. But now the reins were over to the uh, second year uh, running back out of Clemson, uh, Lawrence's um you know, running mate, I guess you could say, and, uh, um, you know, uh, Travis Etienne. So, uh, I mean, what what are your thoughts on uh, what you've seen from him as him lately? Well, I mean, until the uh, game against Kansas City, I've seen an explosive run. I mean, uh, everyone worried how Etienne would be off his list for injury, and I'm not worried about it because not only is Etienne looking like the same running back he was at Clemson, but the Jacks are giving him more work. I mean, 10, yeah. 14, 24, 28, eight carries. So Etienne can handle the workload. What I want to see the Jaguars do is use Etienne in the passing game because watching a ton of Clemson games, Trevor and Ethan, Trevor often use Ethan, whether it's a safety valve or as a receiver running a wheel round. I think the Jack, I think Doug Peterson, the offense, should use Ethan as a receiver. You know the West Coast offense loves throwing screen passes. Just give Ethan like four, five, six, six screen, maybe if he could get if Ethan could get like five to seven targets, that makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. If you have uh, somebody with an ETM, you know, just dynamic play playmaking ability, you want to get him the ball in space. And uh, I agree with you, uh, Dylan. They, they should try and uh, get him a little bit more involved in the passing game. Coming into last year, it seemed like that that was going to be the case. I mean, granted, you know, different regime, Urban Meyer reg- regime. We're trying to forget that uh, around here in uh, Duval, but uh, uh, he certainly has the uh, the pass catching uh, capability. I mean, compared to the other running backs that are that are on the roster right now, you know, Jermichael Hasty and uh, Snoop Connor. I mean, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna see the field like uh, James Robinson was. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think getting ETN the ball quickly, um, you know, 
even a little flare route or a screen or definitely the wheel route. I mean, uh, who's going to cover him? You know, is, is it going to be a linebacker? Is it going to be safety? I, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see it. Uh, one thing I, I've, I've, I've liked uh, watching uh, ETN is uh, just his ability to, to really, you know, fall forward. It doesn't seem like he takes like a straight on hit, you know, kind of falls forward, which is, which is good, especially for someone his side, because size he, he is a little undersized for, for a running back. Uh, Jaguars have definitely uh, felt the uh, um, the pains with that uh, around the goal line, you know, trying to get him in. Uh, but uh, as, as far as uh, breakaway speed and just uh, sure raw talent, uh, everybody around here is uh, super excited with uh, what the future holds with uh, ETN in the backfield. So obviously the Jaguars made a big free agent addition the all season adding yeah. Christian Kirk to the offense. And uh, I, I know – People are going to link Christian Kirk with Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, A.J. Brown, who all got big contracts. But do you think Christian Kirk has lived up to the contract? Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, does anybody really live up to a contract these days? But, I mean, I mean, what, what he's done for the Jaguars, he certainly has been the number one receiver this season. Uh, you know, he's got uh, over 50 catches, probably close to 700 yards. Uh, where he's, uh, you know, making an impact is, is finding the uh, end zone, which is something uh, receivers had trouble uh, doing for years here in Jacksonville. Um, DJ Clark or DJ Chark would, you know, kind of flash in a pan every now and then, but uh, Kirk seems to be uh, pretty consistent. Now, he did have a yeah, but he had a hurtful drop uh, against uh, Kansas City uh, a couple weeks ago. But all in all, I mean, he's coming in. I mean, just a smooth, very smooth route runner. I think I think a lot of people kind of overlooked that uh, just because of you know he was you know either the number two or number three in Arizona, you know, behind Fitzgerald. But I think he learned from Fitzgerald and how to uh, you know really uh, uh, get open. Uh, one thing that surprised me is that that he was a smaller guy, but. Uh, I think he's for for right now. He, he's uh, he's certainly doing his job in Jacksonville. Um, you know, put putting putting some points on the board, which is something that uh, is been desperate around here. Uh, certainly looking forward to him t- uh, teaming up with uh, Calvin Ridley next season uh, for Jacksonville if Ridley decides to play. So I'm, um, I'm glad you mentioned Calvin Ridley because I think Christian Kirk's been pretty good this year. He's I mean he was. Really good against Kansas City with mm-hmm. um, nine for one for one of five and two touchdowns on twelve mm-hmm. targets. But right. if you have Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, and Travis Etienne with some bit combo of Marvin Jones and Zay Jones, Jaguars gonna have a decent little offense next year. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I I completely agree, and I think I uh, I think he left out a uh, Evan Ingram because I think. These seven games for Evan Ingram, I mean, he's on a one-year contract. I mean, he, he's he's had a nice season uh, so far. Um, no, he hasn't had the case of the drops like he was having as as a giant, um, you know, for because he doesn't, years. Because he doesn't have Daniel Jones throwing him the ball. Yeah, there you go. But uh, but I think, uh, I mean, uh, Ingram certainly has been a target, uh, one of uh, Trevor's uh, favorite targets from time to time. Uh, but, I mean, I think his athleticism, I mean, you throw that in that offense with the three guys that you already mentioned, Along with uh, you know, a Zay Jones. I don't think they're gonna re-sign Marvin Jones personally, but uh 
I mean, um, Zay Jones can be, you know, be the flyer who's also been a nice surprise, a nice addition uh, at times for, for Jacksonville. So, yeah, I mean, the future um, future is looking pr- pretty bright for the for the playmakers on offense. But what about the defense? Uh, well, what are your thoughts on uh, what's been going on with the defense? It's kind of, I mean, talk about a roller coaster, right? I mean, they shut out the Colts and then they give up, you know, 20 to the Raiders in the first half. And then then they shut them down and then they go to Kansas City and I mean, they play fairly formidable against uh, Kansas city, but there's been other, other times when uh, Trevor and the offense have had, have given them the lead going in, you know, the last final minutes and they've, uh, they've won it. So what are your thoughts on, on that defense? Well, what's the old saying? Offense wins games, defense wins championships. And there's a big, there's a big glaring problem with this Jacksonville defense. Uh, Guess which team is thirtieth uh, in the NFL in sacks with sixteen. Got got to be those. Got to be our Jaguars. Yep, we all tied. Actually, tied for 29th with the Bengals with sixteen mm. sacks. Wow, Ugh. that's uh, that's rough. That's rough. I mean, when you have a number one pick in uh, Trayvon Walker, and then uh, you know. A f- a few years removed, the top 10 pick and uh, Josh Allen, you certainly expect a little bit more, a little bit more pressure. Uh, I mean, right now their their best defensive end is a guy who's been here for a while. Uh, uh, Juan Smoot has been, uh, you know, uh, causing some havoc, but yeah, I mean, they're just certainly, a, I mean, Walker needs to find another move uh, to get to that quarterback. Allen needs to play up to his height uh, coming out of college from Kentucky. And yeah, I mean, you give a quarterback time back there, and, and they they don't have to move off their spot. They're they're going to find their open receivers. You can't. I mean the the cornerbacks can't can't cover them for that long, and the cornerbacks aren't that great in the first place it, in either. So, no, yes. that, that, that's an excellent point. Yes, yeah, Smoot leads the uh, Jaguars with five sacks. Allen with three. Trayvon Walker with two and a half. This year, that's, uh, I mean, that's rough. To be honest, I, I mean, I've seen a few flashes of Trayvon, but right, I've, ju- I've not seen the number one pick guy. I mean, you know who's played like the number one pick? That guy in Detroit, Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, he has. Yes, he I'm has, and, and, and they're going to be compared there in their entire career. So, I guess you can throw Thibodeau in there as well with the Giants. I'm just all thinking, three of them will be compared. But the, could the Jags regret passing on Aiden Hutchinson for Walker? I know Walker might fit a three-four because he can be, but you draft the best player if you've got the number one pick. Right. Yeah, if you won one or two games the year before, you want to get the best player. Yeah, agreed. I mean, uh, that's uh, certainly has been a, uh, uh, you know, uh, a. Conversation and controversy with uh, Trent Baalke, the uh, the GM. I mean, sure, yes, he brought in a uh, Christian Kirk, who's you know that done it like 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 we've already you know talked about him doing an admirable job. But uh, you know, he he went all in on uh, Trayvon Walker at number one, and looked like he was going to pan out there early in the season. But uh, he's uh, the only noise he's made uh, recently are a couple of boneheaded uh, uh, personal fouls or like after the whistle blown or. Or something like that. So he hasn't hadn't done much. Maybe this maybe this uh, week off, this bye week will uh, you know kind of set him straight, and uh, we'll see a better walk of these next seven games. Uh, oh, so um, 
I'm just thinking, headed into, thinking we've, we've talked a little about Trevor before, but to be honest, the rest of the 2021 quarterback class has been, to put it mildly, a little disappointing. I mean, Zach Wilson may or, not be, may or may not be starting by the time this Agreed. podcast <laughs> is uploaded. Matt Jones, <laughs> Matt Jones has been has definitely regressed this year. Trey mm-hmm. Lance can't get on the field. And Justin Fields, I mean, I love Justin Fields, but the Bears don't have any talent around him. Right. Yeah, yeah, Fields is certainly making the noise with his legs. I mean, a couple hundred-yard games, I mean, kind of Mike Vick-esque. But, yeah, they're they're certainly certainly hurting for playmakers around him. Uh, Khalil Herbert, uh, you know, got got injured as well. So now they only have uh, David Montgomery in the backfield. They went out and got Claypool. But, uh, I mean, Fields is – I'm with you, uh, Dylan. I really like uh, Justin Fields. My son loves Justin Fields. we, we always uh, the Bears are on. We were watching that because because the fields and and his uh, dynamic. But uh, yeah, I think the Jets are probably uh, kicking themselves a little bit for uh, you know uh, go, go going after uh, being it being enamored with the arm strength of a uh, of a Zach Wilson coming from a BYU school. Which I mean, uh, quite honestly, I mean he 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 played really well against the bad teams, and uh, he did not do so hot against the uh, the good teams in, in college, but. Uh, he uh, he wowed him at his with the fancy throws and, and the good looks, I guess, or whatever. And uh, but uh, he is uh, certainly not panned out in New York, and, and, and it's kind of a kind of unfortunate for the Jets because they have a nice defense. Uh, they got solid pieces around them. Obviously, have done well in the draft uh, both last year and and this year, uh, adding some pieces. But uh, yeah, they're they're. I, I would not be surprised if uh, Mike White or uh, Joe Flacco were trotting out there this week. You imagine Joe Flacco. I mean, Justin Fields may not even play because he's got a shoulder, so it could be right. Who's the Bears quarterback? It'd be I have no idea. No idea anymore. (laughs) Might be the Bears and Jets backups this week. Yeah. Yeah. so this weekend and for week 12, the Jaguars welcome the Baltimore Ravens. Appropriate doing Thanksgiving week, the Jaguars are playing a bird team, that being the Ravens. Right, <laughs> right exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and, and a good opportunity. I mean, uh, the Ravens, that they come in, I mean, you, we, we, we know who Lamar Jackson is. We, we know how, you know, special and 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 talented he is but i mean they're 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 lacking on some playmakers as well yes mark andrews is there but he's a little banged up uh former florida gator demarcus robinson had a wonderful uh little game last year or last week or and uh seems like uh, he could be their new number one with uh, rashad bateman out uh so i mean the the opportunities there uh jaguars you know kind of rested uh you know maybe took care of some injuries and um hopefully they can uh they're, they're four-point underdogs at home uh, against, against the Ravens, who, who always seem to find out find a way to win, it seems like. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Jacksonville, it'd be nice to get uh, – it'd be a, certainly be a nice feather in the cap, a nice Raven feather in the cap for the Jaguars to uh, come out on top on Sunday. 
And to answer your question about the uh, Bears uh, backup quarterback, it's uh, Trevor Simeon. So, oh ugh. gosh, yeah, oh, no. uh, I just uh, I just looked that up. Ow. Yeah, can I can I play both defenses? <laughs> exactly. I mean, wow. to be honest, I think the Jags have got a chance, a very good chance of winning. I love sure. coming off a bye. Yeah, yeah, Jackson's coming off a bye, so gift Lawrence two weeks to prepare. Yeah. B, the Ravens offense has not been the same. I know the ball, I know the Ravens won yesterday, but something was, I don't know. The more more I have been quite the same, wasn't the same running ball. I'm sure he might not have been feeling well. And I mean, too, it was windy on the East Coast in Baltimore, which contributed to some of the offense struggles, but. The Ravens don't scare me. I mean, yeah, Lamar, Lamar is great. Mark Andrews is great. But if the Jaguars can keep Lamar in check running the ball and limit his big plays, I think the Jags have got a chance. I know – and the fact is in Jackson and not Baltimore will matter because I don't want to play an enemy team bank saying that place is loud. I mean, <laughs> sure, Jackson may not be the most intimidating home crowd, but – Fact it's here and Baltimore may not be used to the warmer, more humid weather. Sure. November. Yeah, and then uh, Ravens defense isn't a isn't a Ravens defense of the past. I mean, they they, they can be scored on. I, I think Trevor and the boys gonna can certainly uh, take advantage of it and, and and put some points on the board. And it's gonna be up to the defense to try and contain uh, Lamar Jackson, get some uh, get some three and outs or get some stops. I mean, uh, you know. Get, you know, flip flip the field, field position, well, whatever they need to do to uh, get uh, the Jaguars' offense back on the field because I, I do think there's an opportunity for that offense. I will say this. Lamar's probably the one quarterback I'm glad to have two weeks in preparedness because you imagine playing Lamar yeah, on a most be, yeah. yeah, on a Thursday or something. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be rough. I'll take I'll take yes to ask the bus. Yeah, I'll take the yes. I'll take the extra weekend preparing for that guy. Sure, absolutely. Most people would, for sure. I know it might be a little early to think about the draft, but like, what if the Jags end up with a top four or five pick? Uh, who would you like to see Jacksonville get? Oof. Um, you know, I haven't really done my uh, research on that. Um, I mean, before before the Ridley signing, I, I was hoping they, you know, would go get uh, the, the top wide receiver in the draft. Um, I guess that still wouldn't be that bad of an idea to, you know, to, to have a backup plan. But uh, um, the way the defense is playing, I mean, um, I, I don't know. Is there a defensive lineman that's uh, shining out? Or I, I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't uh, really uh, dug, dug deep. Have, have you uh, checked anything out, Dylan? I think Will Anderson be gone by the time the Jacks pick. Yeah. But uh, the uh, Colter guy from Georgia is interesting to soak up the interior of the online. Jackson seemingly drafts Georgia defensive players every year. Yeah. Which might not be bad because, I mean, look at what Tyson yeah. Campbell's done the last. Right. Done. But uh, I think the Jack. I think the Jacks go either offensive or defensive line, either – Quarter or potentially, let me see. Do where is he? 
maybe the I don't know, probably one of these tackles. I've heard a lot of good things about the uh, Northwestern offensive line. Okay. About the Northwestern lineman. Plus, I mean, we've seen with, with, uh, Rashawn Slater what he's done. Right. Absolutely. In the NFL. So, yeah. There, think, there's some big think, boys up there in Big Ten. So, sure. Yeah. Because obviously, maybe the best case for the Jacks would be like somebody needed a quarterback and maybe they want to see their Stroud, uh, Bryce Young, or Will Levis and decide, you know what? We'll trade X picks to the Jacks mm-hmm. because the Jacks could use more picks because the Jacks aren't going to take a quarterback in the first mm-hmm. at four or five, whatever pick they end up with. So, you imagine if, I mean, pick a number. Like, let's say the Jacks end up with the number three pick. Mm-hmm. And let's say top two teams are Houston and Carolina. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, yeah, I wouldn't be. I was just thinking Carolina wouldn't be bad. So, yeah. those two quarterbacks, but still a team could trade up, or the Jacks could just take. Oh, they could take Boy Anderson. Popping right. the best player in this track. Right. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, uh, I mean, yeah, I'll definitely start uh, grinding on that, uh, checking checking that out probably in a couple weeks, uh, get get a better idea of uh, where, you know, where the Jags are uh, headed uh, towards the draft. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and then we'll uh, spend several months talking about that. <laughs> Yeah, and then fig- and then figure out what's going to happen between now and draft day, right? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, always, always working. All right, thanks for hopping on, Brad. Uh, hope uh, you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, thanks for coming on, coming on, and uh, tell the folks in Duval County that Big D says hi. You got it, Dylan. Yeah, you have a great uh, Turkey Day as well, bud. Thank you. <laughs>